Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to the Sherlock's podcast. Your guide to a more stylish life. I was using a new um, handbag this morning from Suzanne, which I love. And Ben goes, where's that from? I said, Suzanne. He goes, it's nice. Nice if it was from The Row. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, it would. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thanks, it Can we just, you know, make that happen? Welcome to a special edition of the Sherlock's Team Podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by our founder and CEO, Georgie Coleridge Cole. Hi. We haven't done a catch up for a while. I think it's been about a year. I think actually. it's been about a year, yeah. So we thought we'd do a bit of a debrief, a bit of a catch up. There's a lot going on here. Someone wrote to my Instagram last night. Oh my God, it's the same amount going to happen next year that's happened this year. I, was like, I hope not. <laughs> do you remember why I keep laughing? Because we came back in January and we were like, we're not going to launch anything this year. Do you remember? January this year, we're going to just consolidate. <laughs> just going to refocus. We did, you're right. That was the January strategy. But things move fast. It was. I mean, we've got loads of questions. We're going to talk about everything from what's going on here to fashion to beauty. I know you've got some new beauty recs that I'm excited to ask you about. <laughs> Should we talk about Sherlux? Yes. Um, we've got loads of questions here. Let's start because I have an answer to this. Someone says, what is your favourite part of the year at Sherlux? And mine is now. I know yours is now, isn't mm. it? When's yours? I... Could it be December the 23rd? <laughs> <laughs> I quite like January. Mm. I feel ready in January. I feel ready in September, but it's such a busy time for us now mm. that it's quite like, you know, yeah. buckle up, buttercup, yeah. because it's going to be hardcore mm. until 23rd of December. Yeah. So I, I sort of, yeah, you know, brace, brace. Whereas I feel January, it starts at a sort of slower pace. Yeah. Just a bit more of a regrouping. Anyway, you time. love this. I love that you love this time. I love so, it. Yeah. Can I ask you, um, this isn't on a list, but I know I get asked this all the time. Mm what you do now because people ask me all the time oh, so how does it work and what's your role and what's Georgie's role is she really and entertaining yes <laughs> she's really entertaining. Um, so what is it that you do every day what do you focus on now basically anything new we always say anything that doesn't have sort of legacy I like to have eyes on or look at um and I guess that's in all areas of the business so yeah I mean editorial I have a little look as um, CEO, and I'm, I've sort of said before, I, I guess experience and being so far removed does make it quite useful or annoying sometimes. <laughs> someone that can look at something, and um, but very little to do with editorial, which is just amazing. They're doing an incredible job. It's so great to see. So great to see um, marketing. I mean, there's there's so much that sits under. Marketing and biz dev and innovation, which sort of sits with Maya. Um, but, you know, we've launched the community this year. That's going really well. It's amazing to see our peers sharing information with each other. There was, mm. a, there was something on where to go for laser eye surgery. And there were people sharing sort of regional recommendations. Mm. And someone chimed in and said, oh, I went to this guy at so-and-so. And, so, and then two other people said, oh, my God, he's the best. Mm. And that's such a thrill to see. Um so yeah, whether it's developing the community, although that's now live and running quite well, so I've got a lot mm. less to do, but initially there was a lot to do. 
looking at you know acquisition and what our strategy is going forward we've done a lot more in the last year with sort of physical events so sort of top line being a bit involved in those um and quite a lot around tracking and reporting um looking at our sort of sophistication of our revenue business model and um, we brought someone in recently with great experience and I've been working quite closely with her into looking at our SEO strategy and our affiliate strategy and um various bits of software to bring in to make us more sophisticated and like a more professional um working a bit with the commercial team um God, I mean, Lux and Co. So much Lux and Co. Yes, working with that team, I'm quite involved in in the early stages of onboarding new clients, and yeah, I try and keep um, a close eye on what's happening there. But it's going so well. We just started working with Nadine Morabi, which is, has been a bit of a dream. Mm. When 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 I launched Lux and Co., that was yeah, that was they were sort of the one. I was like, I really can see this brand growing. I think they've got huge potential. Mm. So we've just signed a first shoot with them, which was looked amazing. Which was great. Um, we're launching Blush Talent Management um, any minute, um, which is the kind of natural progression for us. You know, we work with lots of contributors, and you know, with that, their reach grows. Um, so it's a really yeah natural step. Um, plus, we have brilliant talent internally. Um, and yeah, we're sort of privy to work with such great faces and names in the industry that yeah, it feels like a really natural part of the puzzle. She loves ecosystem. She loves ecosystem. <laughs> um, and then Middle East. Middle East. Yeah. I mean, there's so many questions here about the Middle East. Do you want to kind of top line, like where did the idea come from? Why the Middle East? People ask all the time about us moving into different regions. So kind of why there? And what, what's been the process thus far? Yeah, people will say to me, how's your new role? I'm like, I've never worked <laughs> so hard in my life. <laughs> um, you long for the days of coffee, I did. Oh <laughs> my God, wow. I have um, to say, I do listen to you talk about all of that. I'm like, whew. Yeah. So Middle East, um, yeah, sort of came to me in, in January, I think, when I was having a bit of a, I mean, I took myself off for a day and just sat and thought about our priorities for the year. And to your earlier question, you know, they involve moving email marketing agency, which is, is an enormous job to working with our FD, to working with our chief of staff, to looking at, you know, structure of the team and the business. Anyway, but, but yeah, I sat down to have one of those days where I was going to sort of list out, you know, by team, by area of the business, what we were going to focus on. And I was. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The reading, reading, reading and kept reading about the growth of the Middle East and the change that was happening there. And I remember coming into a meeting here and talking to the team. I think someone in Hong Kong actually approached mm. me and said, would you be interested in, in us setting up a franchise out here? And it's something I've been asked about before um, for Australia. And we sort of chatted it through a bit. And anyway, I think we all as a team thought, mm, maybe that sort of, Planning permission for me. Someone else can do that one day. And I went off and I read a bit more about the Middle East and a bit more and a bit more. And actually, it was at Easter when I was skiing with my family and I was having a talk to my husband and I'd read something that morning. And I was like, this is just, this won't leave me alone. And I feel like there's a lot of change for women. There's a new emerging generation. Um, you know, the the population of Saudi Arabia, I think 65% are under 35. Oh. And I was reading more and more about Doha and Kuwait and Riyadh and and then obviously Dubai. Um, and the fact that Dubai has sort of gone through or going through Dubai 2.0. I mean, I think we all remember years ago when Dubai was booming and everybody was looking for success and then there were a lot of redundancies, weren't there? And... And then I think post-pandemic, well, during the pandemic, there was a lot of growth in e-commerce out of there. So someone I know who works in media, I remember him saying to me, yeah, e-commerce is really taking off in Dubai. And that was at the same time when I was kind of looking at the Middle East and looking at the growth. And and then I started to look at the publishing landscape there and couldn't really see anything. There isn't really anything that does what we do, which which I sort of call modern digital publishing and I say modern because digital's been around for mm. you know 17 years ago I started Sherlock's and, and digital looked very different there um and there's no one doing what we're doing there publishing is is quite print focused mm. and and there was no one there there is no one there with our sort of authentic voice mm. curating product um so I did quite a lot of research and yeah I discovered that e-commerce had really boomed in and since the pandemic um, they have very fast deliveries. You know, you can order from Unas, which is like a sort of matches um, multi-brand retailer and have something delivered. I tested it out when I was there the other day <laughs> and I got a lipstick to my restaurant in 90 minutes. Cool. I mean, that's how quick Love it is. That. Um, and, and and as I said, did lots of research. Nella Porte are there, matches are there, Unas are there, Harvey Nichols are there, Bloomingdale's, and then also Reese, Massimo Dutti, mm. Zara, plus loads of entrepreneurs and I started to realize that actually there's loads of innovation and creativity and entrepreneurs in the region and you know Dubai is not just Lamborghinis and mm. and holidays mm-hmm. and, and obviously tourism is huge for them but you know really they are working very hard to position themselves on the global business mm-hmm. stage and and so yeah knowing that we are such supporters of entrepreneurs and you know founder run businesses and we love discovery. I sort of realized that the combination of those entrepreneurs and influencers and creatives and innovators combined with all these brands from kind of Interdex mm. to Reese to Harvey Nichols meant that there was 
a place for us. So we did a lot of lot of focus groups with about 40 women. A lot of them were saying that they were reading our content, but or these were sort of more English Western mm. expats. L- let's be clear, this isn't just for expats, is it? No, no, absolutely not. And you know, this is a really this is really about talking to the Arab world. Mm. And people have often said, you know, would you go to would you go to the US? I'm like, you know, digital publishing is pretty advanced mm. there. There are others doing similar to us. Mm-hmm. I mean, not not quite the same, <laughs> I like to think. But to me, yeah, the Arab world is where publishing is not where we are. Mm. And there's this massive growth in the population. There's a much younger generation. It's not all the super wealthy, um, plus all this creativity. And, and you know, we need to talk to this new generation of readers. Um, and that is, you know, men and women from the Arab world. Mm. So Dubai has felt like a sensible place to start. And it's an amazing place. And there is so much going on there. Um, and we started with a couple of focus groups in Dubai. Or we reached out to our UK database. Mm-hmm. And, and our database is very, very heavily UK. Um, and they they were saying, you know, we're reading Sherlock's, but we can't shop it because of shipping. And, you know, we love it. We love the curation, but yeah, it's not so relevant to us here. You know, it's great for trends, but it's mm. not actually giving the product. Mm-hmm. I then did yeah, a lot of research. I think I had about 30 remote meetings from here um, with anyone and everyone I could speak to, running businesses, um, you know, expats out there. I mean, Dubai is, I think, 11% Emirati. The rest is, is expats, and that ranges from Lebanese to Indians to Brits to Australians to French. You know, it's hugely, yeah, diverse. Um but yeah, Dubai has felt like the place to start. There's mm-hmm. so much happening there. It's an amazing place. I mean, I think people that don't know it can sort of have preconceptions about it, but mm. I've really fallen for it. And I've had a few trips there now. And but but yeah, the sort of the big opportunity is the whole region. Mm-hmm. So that involves Dubai, of course, the the whole UAE. Mm-hmm. It involves Qatar. It involves Saudi. It involves, you know. Let's see, let's see. Mm. But yeah, it feels it feels really exciting. It it felt like something that was too obvious not mm. to do it. And I think you can quite often talk yourself talk mm. yourself out of things, especially when you're trying to focus and consolidate and not launch anything <laughs> new this year. Structurally, what is it gonna look like for people who've asking, you know, is it a newsletter? Is it social media? What it, what's the offering out there? So it's a it's a three pillar approach, which is site, social. And broadcasting, and actually you and I have talked about changing balance from web to social to broadcasting to, you know, Sherlock's now we say, what is it? Yeah, so it's web, podcast, social, YouTube, community. Yeah. Not necessarily in that order, but yeah. right, those are our, where once we looked, you know, as we always say, it was core site and everything yeah. else was kind of a satellite around it. Yeah. We now look at those pillars. Yeah, that's the network. Evenly. I that's think network. you, you labeled it the network. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> So, so yeah, the three pillars and, and, and the website was, you know, it's the legacy product, mm. isn't it? We were saying, but you know, these other things, mm-hmm. talk about TikTok, but <laughs> you know, these other things grow yeah. and you know, the, the balance changes exactly. slightly. So I think going to the Middle East, it's, it's a three pillar approach, mm-hmm. which is site, which is starting actually as a weekly email, um, with plans to potentially go to twice a week, but I don't see it going any more frequent than that mm-hmm. in all honesty. And, and sort of. Alongside that, with sort of very equal balance, is social. Um, so currently, that is Instagram and TikTok, which is going really well. 
Um, and the third pillar is broadcasting, mm -hmm. um, which, again, you know, I think our voice is such a part of who we are. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm excited to develop that out there. And I've just been out there. Yes, I was going to say, so you've just been out there for quite a long slog. Yeah. 10 days? Yeah. yeah. No, I actually, I actually hit the wall. <laughs> you tapped out on day nine. On the last day. Yeah. And Eloise, one of our team, was leaving and... I suddenly was like, I have to go home. I have to go home. I'm so homesick. I don't need to see Aww. my children. And I rang BA and I was like, please help me. Please help me. I need <laughs> yeah. to see my children. And Aww. this sweet guy, he was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help Aww. you. So, um, yeah, it was nine. Nine, nine nights. Long and long. I mean, I know you and Elle had like a grueling schedule. What exactly, what were you making? And I mean, I, yeah, you were just so buzzing off that trip, weren't you? So yeah. what was so amazing about it? It's hard to, I was saying to senior team, it, it's hard to really describe what I think we went through, which was, I think, the best analogy is like running the marathon to Saab, mm. um, which is what, five marathons, marathons in six days. Yeah, well, we, like we did six and <laughs> you do the first. We, we did six. So th the concept was si we did six and it was six days filming a day with some of the leading ladies in the Middle East. And, you know, Dubai, I think, as I said before, is, is often seen as sort of flash cars and, and amazing hotels. And my God, is the food scene incredible mm. out there. But there is also a lot more to it. And there are some incredible entrepreneurs and women in business um, doing really exciting things. And the thing I'm most excited about is we had such... A phenomenal time with these women. I feel so privileged to have spent six days. The first one was a brilliant makeup artist, um, self-employed. Um, the next day was two women running a talent agency. Um, the next day we went to Riyadh and spent the day with a 24-year-old entrepreneur wow. who has two businesses. One is a matcha cafe business, a bit like Joan the Juice. Yeah. She has two, she's opening three more. Cool. She's an architect. She also has this salon which I mean I say salon it's the most stunning beautiful sort of bohemian rustic vibes that you've ever seen and and sorry to interject but what was Riyadh like Riyadh look I sort of approach Saudi tentatively but you can focus on you know as you said you, you can focus on the politics you can focus on the people yeah and you can focus on past mm -hmm. or, or you can focus on the present and what's happening now and the change that's mm -hmm. happening and you know there are 35 million people there or, mm -hmm. or whatever the population is and there's great good you know there's a lot of change to come but there's mm -hmm. great change happening and we were with this girl yara who has one and a half million followers on instagram who is one of the warmest most beautiful i mean the people the, the people throughout our trip were the most hospitable and warm people I, I've come across. Mm. Like, I've really fallen for the region and the people and the history. And I actually studied um, Islam, um, the history of Islam and Islam when I was at Edinburgh University for two years. We had to do an extra subject. So it's kind of a weird 360 that... I, I never knew that. Did you not? Oh, no. I know, Edinburgh you had to do two extra subjects. And yeah, I, I was always fascinated yeah. by it. And, <laughs> and I think, you know... Yeah, I, I, I... So it's sort of weird that there I am and... I love oud and I like the music and mm. you know I've discovered some great sort of Arab house music which is great. You must have a past life 
maybe in that region. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. But I, I mean, I do. I did study the history of it, so I, mm. I feel like I covered it. You know, You've got some context. Yeah, and anyway, the 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 people were just yeah so warm and hospitable. So yeah, back to Saudi. I mean, this this girl is hugely hugely loved and respected by the people of Saudi Arabia. Mm. And you know, we'd be standing in her cafe or her salon or walking along and and people were coming up to that coming up to her and saying, Can I have a picture? Can I have a picture? Can I have a picture? You are the biggest, biggest this woman said, you are the biggest inspiration to Saudi women. You wow. have no idea what you've done for us. Mm. And that was like ridiculously mm. emotional. So and and then yeah, we spent the day with her we went to Rocker in the evening where she's done a partnership with Rocker, which is pretty cool. And you're in there and there are, you know, there are people in their niqabs, there are people in abayas and hijabs, there are people in Western clothes. You know, it's not, my mm. father actually lived in Dubai and couldn't believe, he was asking what it was like. And mm. I was saying that it was a real mix and he sort of couldn't believe that. One of the things we, we really discussed when we were there was sort of the fact that people in the Arab world not all of them, but some of them feel like they're seen through this lens mm. of the media. And and as a result, they were so warm and sort of so, yeah, so welcoming, so mm. happy to have us there, which you don't always get when you're filming with people here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we did school runs with them. We did mm. meetings. We had breakfast, lunch, dinner. We sat in the car with them for hours. Mm. We, we you know, any time I wasn't with each of them was when they went to the loo. <laughs> Like quite literally. <laughs> okay, um, it was intense. It was, you know, 14 hours wow. a day filming. Not always, but a, yeah. a lot. And for me, as I said earlier, the plan for Shilat's Middle East is the Middle East. But I was like, right, we'll start in Dubai. I can get my head around Dubai. You know, it's very international. Mm. And speaking of getting, I mean, anyone who's seen your office on BTS or whatever, I mean, you, it's like a map of the whole region. Like you really are, you're doing your homework, aren't you? Oh my you? God. There, there's like well, 10, we, I'm calling it the war room at the moment. Yeah, it's like 15 maps to the region. I've got a Stuck list of the wall. GCC countries, which yeah. is like, you know, it's meant Again, to be. Again, meant to be. Um, and there's a Gulf countries, not my countries. <laughs> um, and the UAE countries. And um, yeah, so the, the plan was start with Dubai, one foot in Dubai, as I said, I did a lot of research and people were like, you know, Dubai is ready for you. The Middle East is ready for you. This is the time, mm-hmm. you know, this is the right time. And so I was like, yes, yeah, start in Dubai. And then I was like, I can get my head around that. I was like, a bit daunted by the rest mm-hmm. at the moment, one step at a time. Anyway, a week before we were due to go, um, Jessica, my sister and I were on a call to Yara's team. And one of them said, well, of course we're in Riyadh. I was like, sorry. <laughs> You're where? I was like, we're in Riyadh. I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I really like this girl and her business. I was like, okay. I was like, we're going to Riyadh. And actually, I have to say, we just had the most incredible day. We got to the end of the day, and Eloise and I walked up and down this road. And we walked in and out of these restaurants being nosy. And they were like, come in, come in. Mm-hmm. And there's no drinking. We were just on such a high mm-hmm. from life. Yeah, I, if someone said, do you want to go there for a weekend? Mm-hmm. I, I'd go there literally like that. There are 43 mm-hmm. new hotels opening in Saudi Arabia in the next. Yeah, there's Aluda, which is, I mean, stunning. Check it out if you're interested in adventure. There's Neom. Apparently, Jeddah's amazing. There's Diria, which is like the sort of historic town just outside of Riyadh. I mean, there's just so much to this place. But you know, that was not the plan to go there. Suddenly, we were going there. Mm. Um, incidentally, they've made getting a visa very easy. It's very much open mm-hmm. now. So anyway, 
after that day, I was sitting with enemies on the plane. I was like, no one will ever quite know what this day has felt like to go to this country that's been, you know, so hidden away for so long and, and has the history that it has. To go to this country and have had the day we had, mm. the magical day, yeah. was just, like, gives me goosebumps. Yeah. And I feel so fortunate that it happened by total mm. chance. And yeah, now, you, you, never, you might have been so tentative to go there yeah. if it, it wasn't just kind of... Yeah, and we also hung out with this brilliant influencer called Nia, who's best friend of Yara, who actually grew up here and moved to Saudi when she was 12. It's a small world, isn't it? You it, found that it's, it's, everybody knows everybody. Yeah, and, it's yeah. a small world. And and I'm now like, okay, okay. So now it's, it's not so daunting. So mm -hmm. that was like a really happy, happy mm -hmm. Christmas. Anyway, then we did Monday, we did Karen Wazen, who is like the Kim Kardashian yeah. of... She's huge. Really, she's got 8 million followers. Mm. She's babe she's so great she's so wise the most lovely mother i mean we did a school run we did i went on a date night i mean Love you that. name it um and then we did a really wonderful stylist interior designer and the last day was i mean my biggest crush ever a woman called nadine hanzo who's like the sort of animator of of dubai the middle east she has a jewelry brand um with a lot of arabic script um the Arabic script is so beautiful. And oh my God, she's cool. She's a fan mm -hmm. of Gucci. I mean, serious girl crush. So yeah, it, it was a lot. It was it was utterly dreamy, but it was totally amazing. And so um, we're hoping to create six one-hour episodes out of that, um, which will be obviously in English because I was on camera, but um, subtitled in Arabic. And this is a very long-winded answer to your question. But the third <laughs> pillar is broadcasting. Yeah. And... and also podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm going back to Dubai in, in just under three weeks mm -hmm. to film our first podcast and then hopefully to hand over the reins to someone out there. Um, That's another question. How does it work team-wise? People keep asking how involved our team is with it. So yeah. We've got some people on the ground, haven't we? Yeah, we have. We've got um, a full-time fashion and content editor. We have a social media person on the ground. We've got two on the ground. Um, we are very fortunate to have a member of our team, Elaine Lloyd-Jones, who um, came with me on my first trip out there, who is from here, managing editor of the Middle East, um, as well as being our senior fashion editor. And she actually was editor-in-chief of Grazia Middle East. So she actually was there when it launched mm -hmm. and knows a lot of people. She's liked and loved by a lot of people out there. Um, so she's really sort of helped to have the right meetings. Um, she also then came back here and then went back and did a year's maternity cover of Harvest Bazaar. So that's been a really amazing start. And actually in January, I went to her. We had a call with a friend of hers who worked out there. And then I sort of put this to bed. And then I was saying I got to Easter and I was like, got to do this, got to do this. Um, and then we very quickly did our first trip. So she is working on it from here. We also have someone building all the content from here. Um, and then the whole team... The whole team here is is involved. Maya on the marketing side is very involved, um, working with a great marketeer out there on the ground there. We've got a project manager out there. So, you know, yeah, the whole senior team's involved. Just to finish on those three pillars, mm -hmm. I, I sort of see the broadcasting pillar as, as a really, I think what I've learned more and more is this opportunity to have this sort of corridor between the UK and the Middle East. Mm -hmm. And initially I thought, you know, we do UK here um, and then Middle East mm -hmm. there. But actually the travel corridor is huge. The change that's happening. You only, you only have to look at matches who have now got 
you know, are working with the Arabian Fashion Council to, you know, promote talent there. And more and more of the talent there is sort of selling here and, you know, obviously vice versa. Mm. So I see broadcasting as a really exciting, I see this series as a really exciting way. People in the UK that don't know the region to see mm. the great things that are happening there. Mm. And hopefully they'll fall for it because, yeah, I had the most amazing six days mm. of my career. Wow. The hardest and mm. the most amazing, without a doubt. The site goes live second? Yeah. Is it second? October. Second um, of October, the social's live. The episodes are all going to drop at the same time. Oh, some binge watching to do. I then. hope so. Dreams. I really hope so. And a launch party to come. And the launch party, which you'll be at. Woo! Um, on the 14th of November. Have you seen the invite? No. That's uh, so you sexy. Georgia, you sent me you sent me a video from You were the, off yesterday, which is why you haven't seen that'll it. That'll be why. From the location though, which I mean looks it's insane. Amazing. Super it's cool. the addition. Um yeah. the addition in Dubai is not I mean, it's well known. I was with Amrita, who's our fashion mm. content editor, and she was like, This is the chicest hotel in Dubai. Uh, I was like, Yes, Amrita. Win. Um it's really it's so cool. We're having cocktails, canapes, a DJ. Um and hopefully a really fun party. We've got great guest list already, actually. Um, and I, I messaged quite a few people for their email addresses and they were like, yes, I'd love to come. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited. And and it it's it's very cool because it looks over some of them. I mean, they call it the old town. I don't know if it's that old, but some lovely, lovely sort of Middle Eastern architecture. And then behind that, you've got downtown. So you've got skyscrapers and the Burj Khalifa. And it's by a pool. And there's, yeah, it's just vibes yeah i'm really excited so that's yeah that's the 14th and then onwards onwards and upwards yeah, um so. british airways have been incredibly helpful throughout this process. oh my they? gosh yeah i mean full full transparency that that this is a partnership but what a lovely one so <laughs> you know it was we're, we're of, not complaining about our british airways no i mean they get a bit of a hard time sometimes mm. i have to say i always fight british airways I find their customer service lovely. I find the staff lovely. And, you know, I'm British and I'm proud to fly mm -hmm. British Airways. But, um, yeah, it was a bit of a dream to partner with British Airways. Um, we have obviously worked with them. We did our amazing New York trip. Uh, you were just saying you're wearing your necklace. Too. I am. Oh, yeah, we went into that boutique. Yes, for those who remember, called? well, if you haven't seen it, it's called Adina Eden. Oh, well done. And do you remember I was we... asked by so many people like, yes. I the name. And we, lo we loved this. I mean, it's, it's faux jewellery. That's great. And thank you. Yes, I, I went back last week and... It's a very nice one. I like it's it. well, it's it's real gold, so it means you can get it wet. And oh, is sorts. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clever. Yeah. So you bought something there, didn't you? Yeah, I bought. Well, I bought oh, something for Coco. Coco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's cubic zirconia with real gold. Yeah, exactly. Nice. So I can. I'm not that precious about anything, so it's good for me. I quite like yeah. that. It feels a bit more exactly more premium. Um. So yeah, we did that great partnership <laughs> in New York, and I think we did their first TikTok partnership. Yes. We did. Was really cool. It was cool. Everyone was dressed up in inflatable. Maya in a silver yes, puffer is what I remember. And a flamingo. Yes, my going skiing. Pippin and flamingo it. or something. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was a bit of a dream. We approached them and said, look, we're launching this area. Our team are going to be going backwards and forwards. It would be great to partner with you. And they went, we love that idea. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, we're, we're thrilled to work with them. We flew out with them the other day and... It's freaking great. It was great. Staff were heaven. Food was delicious. And nice. um, we were in the old business cabin, but actually they're rolling the new ones. I flew back in the new one. It was lovely. 
Boomer economy is great on their new planes. And yeah, lots more to come. So that's Middle East in, in a nutshell. In a nutshell. Um, someone has Sorry, asked, that's a lot. It, that was a, it's, a big old a nutshell. lot and this is huge for us. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's very, I, I'm literally so excited for it. Nothing's ever felt so right as, an, as a yeah. sort of expansion. So yeah. Next steps. Someone has asked what, well, there are two questions. Somebody has said, what direction do you see SL going on? going in in the future and someone else has said where do you see SL in one five ten years from now what's the I evolution? saw that question I mean god knows five ten years as you say a year ago we weren't launching Dubai anything new things changed we didn't a have a community no Dubai uh, we didn't have a TikTok a year ago it was about now it was we started tentatively playing with it towards the end of 22 yeah when people ask about it I say that I feel like Myra and I went away over Christmas and like applied ourselves like I, I spent 10 days watching TikTok and actually using it. And I feel like then we came back and we were like, oh, you don't do it, Glossy. You don't do it, you know. That was when we, I no, we January had a conversation we, we did and we were that. trying and we were doing it. But then in January, that was when it. Because we were like, this can fill the behind the scenes. Yes, you're right. Void. You're right, we did. You remember? Mm. Which it has, I hope. Which it has. Yeah. Well, and we've got our day withs that are happening quite frequently Loads. on the show. Yeah. There's some really good behind the scenes. Actually, there was a question about behind the scenes. Yeah, there? there's some really good behind the scenes stuff booked in. Actually, yeah. So we've got our trip, yeah, um, to the Middle East coming up. We've got an ultra luxe shoot behind yes. the scenes day. We've we got... actually also have your day was so good. I love so that. Much. We have our dream BTS partnership coming up as well. There's one. That oh we my have... god! Can we say it? Yeah. So we for for I th the the amount of time that I've been at Shirlux, we have been wanting to do a girls road trip to Bista Village. That has been like. The kind of just because it's felt like such Bista. a natural fit. It's Bista. We love Bista. We love a day trip on BTS. Like it just always felt like such an obvious um partnership. And it's finally happening. Mm -hmm. So Lou and I are off to Bista next week. Amazing. Is it you and Lou? Oh yeah. Oh, we felt it had I to be. Love that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Just give the people what they want. Exactly. This is it. I know. How lovely is it to have her back? The best. The best. It's so strange how a year can feel so I mean, I remember this time last year thinking like it was unfathomable to think of being with some, you know, without someone like Lou, who's so core to our team for that amount of time. But now it's like, oh, she's back. And it I feels know. like she never went. It's but crazy. I remember saying to you, I remember, I remember Natalie Massonet saying, just remember, you know, everyone's replaceable. Mm. Sort of. No, I always sort think, of. I think it's totally right. And we worked so hard to work out what, what, what we were going to look like mm. without Lou. Mm. And we brought in actually more than one. We brought in sort of two or three people yeah. almost, didn't we? Mm. You know, we had Adam for Lux and yeah. Joe. We had Emma on fashion and we have Vanessa yeah. and they've all done a, all three of you if you're listening <laughs> have done an amazing job then I remember you and I saying we're doing okay we're yeah. doing okay it's not all falling apart no, without her it's... but now she's back and yesterday I was like has Lucy seen this mm. has Lucy seen this I'm happy if Lucy seen it so you know yeah. it's amazing how quickly and that's heaven isn't it totally like, that's what I said to you on Friday I was like well, it's just so nice to yeah. have someone who you can say just you do this is your remit you yeah. look at that and it's there so are moments where we've gone oh my god what would Lou say yeah. what would Lou say but we've managed yeah which is good to know that we could it's important exactly. but god it's lovely to have her back it sure. really it really is yes um so the plan for Sherlock's plan for Sherlock's I mean god knows you know as you've said there's been so much newness this year my biggest dream want for Sheerlarks is longevity you know we're in a digital world that is so fast moving and you know I sort of look at interior designers and people who own brands that sell clothes and think god you know you can touch it you can feel it mm. and, and you know it's got this sort of this sort of tangible feel to it which in the digital world you sort of don't feel like you have so much mm. I hope that as we evolved 
you know, as this network evolves, um, so do we. Mm. And that we have, that this brand has a long future. Mm. I remember thinking, I think 10 years ago, you know, the dream was you know, sell Shedarks before you know, it gets left behind. Mm. And, and I feel like, I feel like we're just pushing mm. and, and I, I like to think that it's, it's around for many, many, many years to come. That's the dream. Mm. And I'm sure it will continue to morph in all sorts of mm. ways. What a wonderful direction. Does that answer the question? That does answer the question. Someone has said, Georgie has the most boss woman energy. What's her secret? <laughs> Don't know. I mean, you have a lot of energy naturally as a person, don't you? Like do. you, you're quite like, I can't go at your pace. Yeah. And I think that's quite inherent. I think I have to. I'm a very high energy person. Mm. So is my father, both of my brothers and my mm. sister. Uh, you know, I'm I'm really a Coleridge cold in that way. Mm. Actually, so is my mother. What am I talking about? You know, I'm from two parents with really mm. high energy. Mm. But that's who not don't just high sit energy. still for very long. Yeah, but equally, like you have, like you have not stamina. Really, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have Coleridge cold stamina. Mm. My father has phenomenal mm. stamina. My brothers, my sister, actually, mm. all four of us have phenomenal stamina. So, yeah, I have phenomenal stamina. I have real drive. I have real fear of failure. Mm. I, you know, I want Shitlocks to continue to be at the forefront. And, and, you know, it excites me and I love what we do. Mm. And I love the people we meet and the businesses we meet and the work that we do and the team that we are. And I, I guess I love what I do. So it makes it exciting. Mm. How will you develop the VIP subscribers offer and uh, question mark, reader events, question mark? What's, I mean, we don't have VIP per se anymore. Do you think they're talking about EIRs? EIRs, maybe. So we launched Extra Important Readers, which is our 10,000 most engaged readers receive a monthly email with, I think there's a great restaurant offer, mm -hmm. isn't there, this yep. time. There are picks from all the team. Mm -hmm. So a little like... It's like exclusive content. A little exclusive look at what people in the team are loving right now. Mm -hmm. um, there yeah. are some samples in there. There's... Yeah, you did an awesome interview with Lucy Williams in the first edition. Oh, yeah, that was good, wasn't yeah. it? So, and, and yeah, there's a, I think there's a soft launch to a restaurant, there's yeah. a discount, there's a, you know, that sort of thing. Perks. Oh, there's a really good outlet discount. Okay. So I think that's probably as far as we're going to take EIRs. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just about, mm. you know, giving some extra love to the people that are most engaged. So get opening and reading, people. <laughs> And also someone has asked, when is your next SL Entrepreneur's Day? Which I know was such a loved part of our canon of work. That's evolved a bit, hasn't it? Yeah. You always used to say that was your favorite, your favorite thing we did. Yeah, it was. So we've had, actually, what's been brilliant this year mm. is you, Maya, Loz, our chief of staff, and I have held innovation days. Yes. Where every person at Sherlock's comes in for 15 minutes to share some ideas of if you had carte blanche, what would you do with SL? And we've had some great suggestions mm. from coffee table books to a festival we like that idea. Book club came from that. Book club came from yeah. that. The list, can I just give a moment to the list? It was so awesome, well done. Good, thank you. Good, the list for those listening. Really good, I read it again yesterday. Good, good, I know. I, I only I, spotted one typo. You got, shh, you don't talk about that. The, um, I know, I have to say, I went through it again on Saturday with like a, God, I really hope this is this is right. And I got to the end of it and thought, I'm pleased with this. I did we, too. We I really, my husband even messaged me. I oh, always good. know when we've nailed something. Yeah. He's quite, he's, he's, he doesn't just shout the compliments. No, yeah. no. Well, <laughs> yeah, 
yes and yeah. no. But, you know, for him to actually yeah. email about a piece of editorial, oh, I would know that. Good. It's a list of 100 individuals because it's mostly women, but we have some uh, non-binary uh, individuals on that list as well who have inspired us over the last 12 months who are either living and working in the UK or are Brits abroad. That's kind of the... Connecting and I think the point you made on the last 12 months, so look, there are other incredibly inspiring totally. women in the UK, but they might have they might have not sort of done anything new. Exactly. So I sort of feel, oh, so-and-so wasn't in there. And you were very quick to say she hasn't done anything new. Exactly. It and I was like, this why is Claudia Winkleman in there? And yeah. your answer was? She won a BAFTA for The Traitors. By the way, she's freaking awesome. Of course yeah. she's in there. But, but, but just, of course, you know, that was my sort of totally, question. They had to have a reason for a, a specific achievement from the past 12 months. Strictly isn't just enough. Are you watching? I haven't watched any yet. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's great. I know. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm, I'm feeling quite anxious. I'm going to Marrakesh this weekend. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Oof. I know. I feel quite... What's that for? I booked it, we booked it with two couples. Fun. About six months ago before I was off to Dubai. Oh, yeah. Um, And it's our wedding anniversary and blah, blah, blah. Getting with friends. Why not? Um, yeah. I know. I feel quite nervous, but we've, we've spoken to so many people who've been in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And the advice is really to go and, and they yeah. want tourism. It does feel quite odd to be going. Yeah, I get a... that. But I do remember um, Paula, who works for the Mabel Group, she's the kind of doyen of, of PR in the kind of London hospitality scene, uh, went about a week after the earthquake and said, she said it's a family holiday they do every year. And she was posting about it. And I think Jules Perrone actually posted something similar saying, you have to still come to this country. Jules need was tourism. there when it Yeah, she was there when it happened. Totally stepped outside. I mean, crazy. Yeah. But said, you know, it's really important now more than ever to be kind of giving your money to the country and, you know, helping them back on their fee and blah, blah, blah. So I think I understand why you're tentative, but I think it's yeah. the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, I do too. Okay, another question. Someone has asked for career advice at age 40. And it's quite a broad question, isn't it? I mean, uh, do you I, feel think, like I think go for it. Did anything change at 40? Like when you hit 40 career-wise, did it kind of refocus your goals or does it change your perception of work? No, but I think, I, I think I guess it depends what age your children are. I think mm. my children are 12, 11 and 6. And I I think that, you know, they, they need me more than ever. And actually that's hard, I, I feel. I remember when they were little thinking, oh, it'd be so much easier when they're older. Mm. And, and somebody said, no, no, they need you more when you're older. I mean, they really do. And so, you know, it doesn't get easier in that sense. But I guess I... I start to see that it won't be that long before they are a lot more physically independent. I feel mm -hmm. like right now they need me physically and emotionally. When they're little, it's more physical. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, give it a few years and they can take themselves around, then it's more emotional. Mm -hmm. But, and that, that will, I'm sure, never go away. But I do look ahead and think I have many, many, many years of my career ahead mm -hmm. of me. Um, and what that looks like, I don't know. But, and there's lots of things I'd I'd like to be involved in from, you know, maybe investing at some point to, you know, doing more with the, um, doing more with ex-offenders to, da, da, da. but yeah, I, I feel like at 40, you're just getting going. Mm. So I always say to, always say to people, you know, when you start having children, you think it's everything and it is everything. It is, but like keep your toe in because mm. there comes a point where you're so grateful that you have, and then you can lean into your career again. Mm. So I think if you want to work, just start. Mm. And, and you're really useful. I've said that before. Your life skills are really useful. Mm. Great. Yeah. Speaking place and you've got wisdom from motherhood and mm. not if you haven't had children. But I, I think, yeah, I think go for it. You're only just starting. Mm. There's a long time left. Yeah. Um, someone has said, did you find it hard to step down as editor or was the timing right? I did 
not <laughs> find it hard. No, timing was right. It was a bit mm. early than I thought, actually. Yeah, me too. She's doing such a good job. <laughs> um, no, it's it's amazing. People always say, you know, how involved are you? And like, I'm not that involved. I'm really not. I know. People say to me, oh, and do you sit down with her every day? I'm like, no. No, no we, we, had, we had a vague idea about a catch-up on a Friday. Yeah, that doesn't happen. No. Doesn't happen very often. Must come back to that. Um, but no, no, it's it's like truly, it's nothing that gives me more pleasure than seeing people do amazing things. And I actually, the Christmas gift guide, I say, I was slightly to get over it. watching that <laughs> from my office, going, oh my God, what is going on? What is going on? I have to say. Have you seen it? I've seen I've seen one snap. I mean, you, you, you really, yeah. It looks fucking amazing. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, yeah, I've got to give it to them. Yeah. 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 Good. Sometimes it's, it's good a to... A lot of boxes. Give but... A lot of boxes. <laughs> they've all gone back. Uh, and... Nearly all. Yes. Um, <laughs> have you opened the cupboards? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't Do not touch. This is going back. God. Um, <laughs> no. Good. No, I did not. And it's, it's great to see. And I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying a different role too, mm. so... Well, and as we've established, there's too much to go around. You couldn't possibly be doing any of that if you're still doing any of this. Absolutely. So, there we go. Right. Um, all right, let's do a little bit of quick fire fashion and beauty. Can we talk about beauty very quickly? Because yeah. you went to see Dr. David Jack. I saw it on my Instagram last night. I saw it on Instagram that you went to see Dr. David Jack for Morpheus 8 yesterday. And I need to know, because everyone talks about how painful Morpheus 8 is. And you everyone claimed, is talking about Morpheus 8 right yeah. now. And you claimed that it was painless for Dr. David the Jack. only reason I pasted it, I wasn't going to paste it because mm. I was like, it's no one's business. I had it, it's my second one. Mm -hmm. And a girlfriend had it the week after me and she was like, holy shit, I feel like I've been stabbed all mm. over my face. And he has this numbing cream. That is something like 5% versus 1.5%. Don't okay. quote me, I'm not a doctor. And yeah. what's the disclaimer? <laughs> this is not medical say advice. As I do, do as I say. Anyway, all I can say is you sit for an hour and a half with this numbing cream mm -hmm. and it does not hurt at all. Wow. Great. That is a genius. And you're happy with the results? I've had two. Yeah, yeah. I've really, yeah. I am like sod filler. It's all about. Oh, interesting. Well, wow. it tightens. Yeah. Have you had profile or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have as well. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, haven't you tried? <laughs> oh, of course I've had profile. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, profile is great. But okay, Morpheus hates the one you rate. It is. It. It. I was in the gym this mm. summer on holiday, and I was like, oh, my jowl looks mm. that bit. Anyway. We'll see, I've had two, it's early days. But I had it last night. Yeah. Skin looks amazing. I don't have Very any fresh. redness. No, not at all. You do not. Um, okay, let's do a bit of fashion quick fire. What is one staple item to add to your wardrobe now? Have you added anything for autumn, winter? Oh, I have to say I went to Ray yesterday. Oh, yeah. That collection. I have to say, I've loved Ray mm. for many, many years to the extent that I got out a picture of my pink shearling to show. Oh, yeah. Um, to show Grace. Oh, yes, that's Ray. I know. What yeah. did you go for? I, I really ummed and odd. And there was a really nice suede jacket with tassels on. Mm. Oh yeah, that's amazing, that jacket. But bearing in mind, I can't make a fashion decision without copying Hodge, according to, <laughs> according to the powers that be. Uh, love you, Hodge. Um, I was like, I'm not sure I should get this, but it's really fucking cool. It's, really and cool. it's a bit boho for me. Yeah, that's true. So I got a white really oversized blazer with a tie. I, I think know exactly it's really gorgeous, yeah. Um it's it's one of the only brands that I like genuinely spend my money, you know. Oh, uh, me too. Like really. My pink yeah. trousers are from there. I've got another suit from yeah. there. I actually bought a grey suit in the sale this oh, yeah. summer. Mm. 
which is like winter. So anyway, yeah. I went to Carla's place and I had a bit of a try on, mm. which I think is actually getting on our TikTok today. Okay. Uh, an amazing navy bomber, if you're looking for a bomber. Mm. Yeah. I mean, look, suits are here to stay, yeah. which I'm delighted. It yeah. makes dressing very easy. I love tailoring, always have. Yeah. Do you know where there's such good tailoring at the moment? Me and M. Oh my God, I'm wearing me and M. Are you? Hodgepodge, an amazing grey pair. Yes. Recently, which are with like some front pleats, which are really gorgeous. Yeah, they're, nice. they're really the nice same stuff. shape as this, actually. Yeah. I feel like I'm just getting more boring and more simple as mm. time goes by. Um, classic. That's the yeah. word. Mm. I mean, you know, quiet luxury. Yeah. We'll see. Mm. We'll see. Um, it's funny. You? That, what about you? Well, it's funny you say that because I, it just has a way of rubbing off on you, doesn't it? Like, you know, trend, oh, you're, so right? you're brown. I'd say. I'm, I'm dreaming in case brown. you haven't heard dreaming me mention brown. it, I'm going to be drowning in brown this, this, uh, dreaming. I said, dreaming I know, but drowning, but drowning is probably drowning more and dreaming in brown. Um, I, yeah, quite luxury the same. I, I'm kind of looking at a lot of my handbags at the moment thinking, oh, you're a bit flashy. So the Kate one, the Kate bags are like the perfect in between quite luxury. I was using a new um, handbag this morning from Suzanne, which I love. It's the most incredible pink color. It's like a kind of brownie pink. And Ben goes to me, where's that from? Is it Suzanne? He goes, it's nice. Be nice if it was from the row. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, it be. Can we just, you know, make that happen? Um, so, I mean, yeah. I think if you're going to buy a bag, the Bottega with the gold oh, is just, so it's the one. It's amazing. It's amazing. I was in Berlin this weekend and popped into the store, which is um, the shop in Soho House, which Alex Eagle yeah, you know, owns and There is amazing. Yeah, it's really it's cool. Really cool. Um, and they have the full Bottega collection, like ready to wear men, women, you know, the intricato trousers and jackets, all about, I mean, unreal. So good to see it in the flesh. So good. Um, somebody has asked about styling black leggings. Can black leggings still be worn fashionably? I feel like you're quite good at a legging. I I like a shiny legging mm -hmm. or a flared with a slit. Yeah. I mean, I on Great Things by Fortune Winter, I think Frankie Shop has got some incredible oh, so stuff. Mm. I, I actually think the piece, I was sort of going blank on the spot with the piece that I, I'm mad about. And actually I saw a couple of girls in Dubai wearing them. And, and then I tried one on it really yesterday. It's a long, black, straight skirt with a mm. split, quite a thick material mm. with a sort of trouser waistband. Yeah. I think that's really good. Yeah. I've actually just put one in my shopping bag from the cranky cool. shop. So I think that's a really good buy. Um, black leggings, yeah, I think you've got to wear something massively oversized with them, yeah. obviously. But, and the right shoe. Yeah. I quite like them with a... I love them with a ballet flat. My yeah. knackered ballet flats. <laughs> but. Someone says, struggling with the term investment piece, how do you know if it's going to stand the test of time? I mean, I think bags and shoes and jewellery is the stuff that really sounds the rest of time, the test of time. Even, you know, coats, tailoring, obviously, it's it's difficult with waist. I mean, we're in a very androgynous, oversized mm. era right now. Mm. That That's the best stuff to buy. But mm. equally, will some feminine silhouette come out? I mean, it's. I think with the, the gender fluidity now, it's hard to see... It's hard. It's so to hard see to see the waist come back that much. I know. I mean, Tom Ford was more feminine and sexy than we've seen in a long time, which just I love. I can't imagine swapping out a big blazer for a kind of no. fitted single breast or something, can you? Peplum waist. No, Ooh. certainly not. Um, someone, okay, we're going to fire through these. Uh, knitted cardigans or jackets, where to buy? Where are you liking for knitwear right now? Ray. Ray. Me and M. Ray, me and M. Stories, always mm -hmm. has good knitwear. Cos has quite good knitwear. Cos has got some very good knitwear right now. Uniqlo. Yeah. How can I still look chic when I am in gym wear all week for work and school runs? I think, sorry to bang on about a ballet flat, but mm. I often wear a ballet flat or a good sock. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
chic. I'd say a cap looks cool, but is that chic? Mm. I, I don't know. Um, I think I think it looks stylish. Mm. Don't know how. Yeah, that's fair. chic. Jim Kit ever looks. I think a good puffer coat, especially as we go into winter. I'm thinking of your silver one. I'm thinking of my La Double J one. Yeah. If you've just got some black leggings and trainers with a puffer, then I mean, yeah. you can't I, really I, I know that it's cheap. I think you can look stylish. Agreed. I know you've marked your diaries, your diary for <laughs> the Beckham documentary. For I, October. Did, okay. I did actually just say to Charlotte, um, oh my God, 4th of October. Well, I, I need to watch and just like that season two. Yeah. Have you not watched any of it? No. Oh. I've got such a backlog. I can't even really cope. I need to just go away on my yeah. own. Yeah. Just binge TV. Binge TV. I, I really love to hate this season. Did you? It was really bad. It was really bad. Oh no. But like good bad. Oh, you love to hate it? I loved to hate it. Sorry. Like I really hated it, but I couldn't stop watching it. Oh. It was really addictive. Are you watching anything else? Oh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm White Lotus season two. <laughs> I mean, that's okay, how you're behind really I am. I'm really behind. <laughs> yeah. and Are you enjoying it? Yes. Really enjoying it. So good. I yeah. Hate more. Yeah. Where was it yeah, shot? No, there isn't th- Where was season two shot? Uh, at the Four Seasons in Sicily. Is it? And how long do they have to close it for? I mean, there is a bit where they're uh, all no, in Well, they shot it in winter and they've yeah. talked about that. So, you know, they're lying on the beach, like looking like it's summer, but it's like... Well, they're not because they're actually at breakfast on the first day. He's in like a rugby shirt. I was like... Ah. But you know that very first scene, which actually ends up being the last scene where they, you yes. know, they're kind of about to leave. I think it was like quite chilly. So yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Good. yeah, it's good. I'm also reading 21st Business... 21st Century Business Icons, I think it's called, which has got a chapter about... Whitney Wolf, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, getting on and on and on and on. You've got a bit of an Elon Musk fascination, haven't you? I have. Mm. Yeah, the Elon Musk show. The Musk mm. show is brilliant. But yeah, it's sort of the 20 biggest business icons. And some you don't know in a book. So a chapter for each one about their leadership styles. It's sort of like reading a short story every night. So you get yeah. in this one chapter. Nice. Quite quick. My husband's watching something called The Billionaires, which is a five-part docuseries on Bezos, Musk, Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Bill Gates? He said Steve Jobs isn't in it. Mm-hmm. Who's the other one? There's Warren Buffett. He's not in it. There's I think Bryn and Sergi are one. Oh, fine. Okay. Anyway. Cool. Quite good that. That's yeah. on Netflix, I think. Five okay. parts. Really interesting. About how they got there. Yeah. Um, and dying to watch the supermodels. I know. I, don't, I can't. Do you know what? It really passed me by. I think I saw it and I was like, oh, fantastic. And then just completely forgot. So that's my watches. I, I, I don't have Apple TV though. Apple TV, Georgie, is like, that. like, mm. every, I actually, do you know what I was thinking? Now I finished Sex Education, I was like, I think I can actually give up Netflix. I don't think there's mm. anything, apart from Stranger Things, there's nothing, I don't watch The Crown. So I, I honestly think I can. <laughs> the Crown's finished. No, there's one more. Is there? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, have you not seen them filming the, um, like, William and Kate uh, up in Edinburgh? No. Mm. God, they look so like them. It's Jeez. mad. Yeah. Um, Apple TV is the best. Yeah, I need to get it. I thought you got it for on your phone. Let's see. <laughs> I think it's like four ninety nine a month. Netflix is something like. I married an accountant. It's rubbed off me. (laughs) Okay, quick lifestyle questions. Any advice on how to get into fashion without experience? Like experience, I'm afraid. Yeah, I always say build a portfolio. Have something to prove that you're. Yeah, show your eye in it. Show your eye exactly. Yeah. Uh, What is your favorite thing about your job? The people. Meeting them, working with them. Discovery, discovery, like. Middle East, like discovering new brands again, like mm. that many is just with a different aesthetic and feel. Not always different, but but the discovery of newness mm-hmm. that combined with the people for sure. You, uh, the variety. I, my brain goes like ping pong all day long, but I get really bored of it. 
things. Yeah. Uh, okay, finally, what are your tips for managing work-life balance, going to the gym, getting sleep, being healthy, having friends, et cetera, et cetera? It's hard. It's just go. I mean, that's why I'm, that's why I'm watching White Lotus 2 now. <laughs> You know. so balls will drop uh, my, my top tip is to listen to podcasts on double speed maybe that's you be know good. I don't agree with that advice <laughs> chipmunk <laughs> podcasts what is one thing you're looking forward to between now and January I'm most looking forward to this series that I've just filmed coming up I think you picked that up yeah are you excited <laughs> good yeah good. what about you oh me um I'm I'm excited to see our Christmas gift guide go live, Me and we've got too. we've got some awesome content. The day that this goes live is our autumn winter ultralux edition. Oh, and is it really? It is. Hooray. On Friday, I'm excited to see Layla's shoot. It's fucking good. It's good. really good. Um, all right, we'll leave it there. I mean, nice. we could keep doing this. I know, long, I but, know, I know, I know. Um, I mean, that's been very long. Anyway, yes. Thanks so much. That was Enjoy fun. catch up as ever. Uh, and thanks for listening if you have any feedback at all please do email podcast at shillux.com uh, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe and tell your friends and we'll see you next time bye bye